BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, Doug. Hey, Doug Benson. It's great to hear your voice. Have you been gargling more? All the time, constantly. I wrote down the word gargling once and I didn't care for how it looked. <laughs> it's a lot. Our guest today is a comedian with at least one podcast, a newsletter, I think, that I get sometimes. She's always working on new material. It's our friend Jackie Cation. Yeah, party time. <laughs> well, <laughs> there's no reason to say anything more than that. Let's go to work. Okay, there you have it. I uh, I warned our guest, Jackie Cation, that the theme song was assaultive. <laughs> um, what is, how, no how lie. Was that, was that all right, Jackie? No, no lie. That was a lot. It, it <laughs> felt like something Brian Posehn might have enjoyed. Yeah, oh, I yeah. think so. I, I look forward to having him on so that I could uh, uh, play that song for him. and Because I'm not, you know... I'm not really a metal dude, but I um, I thought that in for this particular show it'd be it'd be a real uh, real fun way to start things off. It's certainly energetic. Here we are talking about yeah. Doug. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. very. Uh, it, I don't I don't know what the angle. It, it sounds the song sounds angry, but then it just says "Wide World of Dugs" over and over again. So I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Pick me up in the uh, we're recording in the afternoon and kind of the lull part of the afternoon. So it's a good. Right. It's like we're asking people to talk to us for an hour when it's probably, you know, their nap time or certainly (laughs) that time of day where they wish they could nap. And, uh, you know, and then we uh, put it out later tonight so that people can can listen first thing. I recommend here's what's happening right after this bath nap, because then it'll be like three ish. Which is bath nap time for Jackie Cation. <laughs> does does um, the bath ever accidentally become a nap? It has. It has. <laughs> and look, I haven't died. Uh, you should never sleep in the tub. But I, don't I think sometimes you should. do. Yeah. I don't think you should, but I do I do feel like every time that it's happened to me, even when I was fairly, you know, drunk, I um <laughs> It's just that, you know, you got to be pretty out of it to not notice you might be drowning when you slip under that water. 
<laughs> right. That's right. like I somebody, <laughs> that person should be a spy for our country if they could be, uh, you know, if they could <laughs> sleep while being waterboarded. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, so yeah, just be careful, everybody. Also be careful with the candles. I know candles are fun at bath time. But, uh, you know, you fall asleep, you kick one over, it lights the shower curtain on fire. and <laughs> You know, I've always enjoyed a lavender the... oil. And, and now, as I age, a lavender Epsom salt. But uh, let me just say, <laughs> let me just say that lavender, even if you're in your 20s, you still smell like an old lady. So, <laughs> nothing to be done. <laughs> Uh, but do you think when you smell an old lady that smells like patchouli, is, does that mean that she either currently or at one time wrote poems or jokes? Oh, there was, there was the, the patchouli. I just, a, a friend of mine, an actress who I, an acquaintance, she's very nice, uh, just spent uh, a lot of time explaining to me the sage cedar rosemary burning in your house thing uh -huh. uh, telling me what it all meant like i was in my 20s <laughs> i was like i don't know if you know this but i've been hanging out with uh, patchouli stinky people for decades <laughs> <laughs> i'm under i understand your rose quartz it's supposed to open your heart uh so you don't have to actually always tell me <laughs> you could assume that i know that when people say witch burning i'm not actually i know that when women weren't witches weren't burned in the united states i have that information um but yeah 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 like um if someone's wearing a, a excessive amount of beads and more than one skirt i don't really need to hear about uh <laughs> <laughs> right i'm gonna assume that Their they know theories. yeah <laughs> uh what's going on jackie are you um i see that because i am an avid follower of Aww. all things all things jackie chase cation i see that you are doing both in-person shows and uh internet shows like probably you're probably one of the more active comedians i know but keeping it in in both of those formats well, that's because we're, we're at uh, the exciting world of vaccinated comedy is now available. Yeah. And so this is uh, this will be my second weekend out last weekend. I went to Arkansas. Not a bad way to, to edge in only because I was opening. I only had to do 20s right. in, in front of Brian Regan. Uh, and let me tell you something. First of all. I've, I've done a thousand zoom and online shows over the last year, 13 months, uh, not even kidding. And it is, I still, my timing and I was, I'm not a panic attack person, but I had what could arguably called a tiny panic attack. Uh, the lavender doesn't help. The lavender supposed to help. Mount. <laughs> it's uh, but it was uh, Arkansas. So people were stacked like cordwood. Like it was like <laughs> the hold of a ship where horrible things were happening. Uh, I don't, I was like, but here's what happened. So Thursday had a bad, what, what I, everyone was like, well, no, that was fine. And I was like, yeah, that's not what I'm looking for. And so um, <laughs> Friday though, I went in with an entirely new attitude. First live show, uh, second live show, Friday, first show. And it was the fuck it's. I was like, I'm vaccinated. If you people want to be all sitting like it's 2019, 
in what is a very, very clean comedy club, but they're seated too close together and the staff is all maxed, masked and vaccinated. I was like, there's still 141 people in a room that seats 180. Wow, yeah. And that was their idea of social distancing. Whew. Yeah, that's was, what's going to happen. And it's hard to get these numbers before you before you go out on the road. So I always worry that I'm going to show up somewhere and they're going to go, look, it's sold out. And like the place is going to be packed and they decided <laughs> to not care about those rules. And I then I've got to decide where, where I stand on that, you know? Right. And and I um and I had to make I made the decision of well, that's on you now because and, yeah. and, and and by Friday second show, I was saying is I was making fun of them and going, is this social socially distancing in Arkansas? And <laughs> it's like an entire state that went, screw it. We're just going to die now, but we're going to die in a group. <laughs> yeah, they don't shake hands anymore. They go straight to making out. <laughs> <laughs> it was so much. It was uh, I, I, I'm thinking about there has to be a shirt that just says vaccinated. And I'm thinking of <laughs> just buying seven of them. <laughs> did you, you see people after the show a little uh yeah. brian can't uh there was you know it was there's there's too many to do yeah. any sort of meet and greet mm -hmm. uh usually and in this case he's just not in that mode i don't think sure yeah and so um i saw some of them and they were very nice and um and you know they wore masks away from their tables and and you know That's and good. the yeah I mean, everybody was pretty sane about it, except for that it was so new for me. Yeah. That I, that's why I was super twitchy about it. Like, I also ate inside a restaurant for the first time in 13 months. Whoa. <laughs> and I was like, okay, all right. And, you know, and, and so by Saturday, I had, a, I was, I felt, like my timing still needs to be massaged and sure. I still need to work all this stuff out. And this weekend, I'm like, tomorrow, I'm going to Seattle. Oh, wow. I'm doing Seattle yeah. laughs, which laughs. I know. Yeah. Which I think I believe they're at 25%. They're not, they're not getting around at all. 25%. So that's, if, I, I assume it's about a 300 seat room. Yeah. So I think it seats 65, 75 max. Wow. Yeah. Well that, you know, if I was going to a show, I would love to be in a room where, you know, everybody, all the other audience members were, uh, super far away because I think you know even though obviously it hurts the show a little bit energy wise I, I just think that every, everyone would be just so much more you know relaxed uh, yeah in, in that environment you know it's just yeah. like I, I just wish there was like more of a uh, and again this would cater to people with more money unfortunately so that's not that doesn't work out so great but you know I I, I like to be able to pay more to have less people around should be like a thing. <laughs> right. Well, and you know? the tickets to see Brian Regan were 50 bucks each. Yeah. And uh, there was 141 people at five shows. <laughs> so and that's, and that's nothing compared to what he would normally make. Cause he normally plays theaters, right. Theaters. And you know, I, and, and I have to say that, that everyone should come. Cause I, I, I think people are also nervous about coming out. Because yeah. much like me, nervous about standing in front of people, um, but they're being very safe about it. So if you were in Seattle, especially if uh, actually exclusively, if you're vaccinated, please be vaccinated. Um, yeah. Come to the shows 
because they're doing it right and I need to fill the room at 25% and everyone is scared. So, and I, yeah. and I don't believe it's, I think the tickets are 20 bucks and, um, and I'm giving away masks. Oh, that's cool. Because I had them printed over a year ago. <laughs> because I thought that I was uh, going to be traveling in madness. And, and so, and, and I was just going to give them away anyway. They just say joke hole. Um, I'm going to do the first night at the the reopening of the world famous improv in West Hollywood. Uh, That's tonight uh, because this episode will come out, you know, tomorrow. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Friday. Uh, So that, so tonight I'll be at the very first I got a spot in the very first show back at the. Very cool, man. Uh, I saw that. I, I, very, I got the email. That's neat. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm excited. I mean, I you know, it's a weird to feel honored uh, by just getting a com, you know, a set, but <laughs> I, but that that they asked me to be in the very first show back is uh, you know made me feel good, and um, you know, it's going to be like a super low. Uh, you know, 25% or whatever. And they're uh, doing proof of vaccination at the freaking door. Yes. Did, that's did the you other thing. That's the other thing cool. is you have to show your Vax card. And um, uh, that to me is exciting, mostly because I don't have to have one. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> I know, well, uh, I know that you're real discerning about what you put in your body, Doug. Yeah, no, like you don't want to just put anything in your body. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna smoke some vaccine that I don't know what's in it. Wait, you're not gonna. No, nobody's gonna hand you a pill and you're gonna eat it and then go. What was this? <laughs> um, I, gosh, wouldn't that be? It, 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 there's so many people that are use that use the I'm scared of needles as a reason to not get vaxxed. It's too bad that it's not. You know, just that a is, pill, there's a pill. so many. Yeah, there's so many like people saying things like that and other excuses, but you know it's not the real reason why they're not getting. No, I people, I believe me, people are genuinely scared of needles. That's that's real. Yeah, like there's sure. there's people it's, there's people that will spend their entire lives not getting a shot for anything if they can help it because they're so scared of it. But that's yeah. they're scared of it because they don't understand that if you look away, you barely even know it's happening. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like as yeah. long as you don't look at the needle going in, you, you, you know, just look away and it's over before you know it. And uh, it's uh, it, it's so easy. But I, I did get you know, I am uh, uh, officially vaccinated, but I ha- it hasn't been a month. I got the single shot. So, uh, OK, so I'm nice. excited. I'm excited that everyone will be at least, you know. So you, so uh, you're like two weeks into the month that it has to be i'm a weekend i I got it a week ago the johnson and johnson yeah but they say that they say that it's at its you know that it's at maximum potential protection in a month but that it it grows throughout the month so yeah every every day you get more protection but i i would i would have loved to just quarantine for a month but i'm also so excited that uh you know clubs are opening back up yeah, yeah. Yeah. Two weeks after I got my second one, I was just like, I don't know. Should I find us, uh, you know, a vaccinated friend, a hug or uh, just what I ended up doing was I went to a coffee shop that I like and um, had a coffee outside. Wow. There you yeah. go. How weird is it that that's so exciting? 
Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty dumb. But, uh, but, you know, I also hate change so much. Like, I hate it. You know, last March when I came, a year ago March when I came off the road, I was furious. I was scared. I was all the things, right? And I hated the change that I had to figure out how to do stand up on Zoom, that I had to figure out how to do the Dork Forest on Zoom. And then, you know, last week, I I hated change. I hated the idea that I had to go to an airport and yeah. that I had to perform in front of live people and that anyone could say the same thing that they've said to me for 30 years, which is, who are you're good. How come I've never heard of you? And I'm like, yes, yes. Because on Zoom shows, everyone who comes, they're fans. Yeah. You know, they, they know what they're coming to see, essentially. It's, it's, a, it's a unique experience for me. And, uh, and so now I'm back to normal, you know, sort of wandered into a comedy club on a Friday. And that's okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm fine. I mean. Well, especially when you're opening for somebody, then, you know, obviously the, the people don't even necessarily know who the opening act is a lot of the time. Sure. But, uh, yeah. but, but you headlining these shows at laughs, I'm sure are going to be, you know, all the people that have been zooming in that area with you are going to come out and be excited to see you in person. I'm hoping because I've, I've got, a, I've got all these new jokes. Cause I got a uh, right before we went into lockdown, I was scheduled to do a new album. And what I had was I had about an hour of material and 15 of it needed work. And here we are a little over a year later and I have about an hour and a half of material and about 15 of it needs some work. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, let's talk names. Cause that's what we do on this show you are called by everyone jackie is that <laughs> that's short for jacqueline yes it is uh jacqueline kennedy onassis is who i was named after because oh. my parents were such close friends with them no <laughs> uh yeah i could do i i I dream about seeing uh, there was a greasy spoon when I was a little kid in South Milwaukee, Wisconsin called Lloyd's lunch. And my mother worked there for a heartbeat. Um, and then I just picture Jackie Onassis at Lloyd's lunch. <laughs> yeah. So, but it's Jacqueline and, um, and my family, uh, so I sometimes, uh, uh, a couple of my brothers will call me Jacqueline sometimes. And, um, just as uh, in passing, but it's always Jackie. And um, weirdly enough, I used to play hacky sack a lot in college, Ooh. which mm -hmm. this doesn't this doesn't age well. Uh, this this is coming back. Uh, <laughs> my my uh, my friends in college used to call me Jack the Hack, which uh, first of all, super butch. Second of all, um, <laughs> second of all, I'm a stand up comic. <laughs> so yeah, not, not you great. Be called a, you don't want to be called a hack. No, <laughs> or hacky like that's 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 so funny jackie hacky sacky um, <laughs> and one of my brothers calls me wacky jackie but it's jackie and my name was actually i'm the youngest of six i have four older brothers and a sister and so when they picked my name my dad tells told me this story is that they were in the hospital and they didn't know what to name me so they put a bunch of names in uh the, he was at my mother's uh, bedside hospital bedside and they put a bunch of names into an ashtray uh and then they picked <laughs> the names until jacqueline uh was left and that's how i got named wait so they oh. just threw out the other ones yeah oh wow 
But I love, then the, the, I, I love the idea of pulling one out and going, oh, this one doesn't say anything on it, but it's covered in ash. Let's call it ash. <laughs> <laughs> I like the fact that then they probably both smoked a cigarette next to their beds in the hospital. <laughs> yeah, that's why the ashtray was there, because people could smoke in their hospital room. <laughs> right, right. Wow. Oh God. That is wild to think about. And I, um, I, I tried to ask him what the other names in the ashtray were, and he was like, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, it was that random. So you you probably really lucked out. Like some I'm of the sure other ones could, could have been awful. Right. It could have been Tiffany. It could have been Gloria. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> it's actually the year that I was born. I looked it up for a joke to find so, sort of the most popular names of of the year I was born, which was 1965. Kilmartin keeps telling people. And so <laughs> um, the uh, um, and it wasn't it wasn't Karen. It was Kimberly and Elizabeth. Oh, OK. <laughs> Elizabeth seems to never go out of style because yeah. there's so much. There's there's three or four goddamn names in Elizabeth. Yeah, yeah, that's you know, true. like it could be so many different things. So. Are you guys Douglases? Mm-hmm. We both are. Yes. Interesting. That's good. Yeah. I'd... yeah. But I would it's, imagine you, know, you, could, you could never guess calling us Douglas. <laughs> Doesn't fit for either of us at all. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. There's Douglas Fairbanks. He was the only one who could really carry it off, I think. Yeah, and Douglas MacArthur. Like, it's a real, it's the Douglas is a real, like, if you want people to respect you, you can you can try to go that route, but then you also have to be a respectable person. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the gravitas that so you have I, to I, live I, up to. I could never, people would just laugh if I went around saying, call me Douglas. Uh, <laughs> That's how many. Uh, besides uh, Doug Mellard and Doug Benson, Jackie, have you had uh, you Doug Stanhope? Doug Stanhope, uh huh. And um, who else? Other Dougs. Um, yeah, yeah. That most is most of our a... guests. Most of our guests don't know a lot of other Dougs. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot of Dougs. I mean, I, the thing is, I'm probably gonna. I'm going to, here's what's going to happen right now. I'm going to look oh, at my contacts. I love it. I love let's, it. Let's bring down the contacts, see if I got any dogs in here. I think I know, an, I know I know another dog offhand, but I can't. Okay. So I have Doug Culp. Who's that? Oh, is, yeah. Is he, he's a, he's a LA comic. Oh, okay. Th- thank God I have a note next to it that says LA comic. <laughs> and uh and then i know someone who has douglas as a last name but other um, than that it's literally you two wow. and stanhope are in yeah. my are in my phone yeah <laughs> every once in a while i guess when they pull out their phone it'll be like i've got doug the electrician you know something oh like that. right <laughs> yeah 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 it's, some people yeah. follow doug the pug <laughs> All right. Sure, there's dogs named Doug. People think it's funny to name dogs uh, human names, and often that name is Doug. Yeah, it's really probably got a real boost out of that uh, Pixar movie Up because the dog's name is Doug in that in that movie. 
Is that the only thing that was uplifting about that movie? Yes. <laughs> uh, the dogs were the only season. The rest of that, when she had a miscarriage in the first four minutes, <gasps> I was like, what just, what just, hey. Yeah, uh, no, it's and, their way of saying this movie has anywhere to go but up <laughs> right and then i i just watched soul and i have to say that i loved soul it was it was actually great and much more it's, cheerful yeah. than i thought it was going to be but when he dies i literally i said no fuck this and andy <laughs> my husband goes he's like slow play it calm down we're gonna watch because <laughs> we, we had bought it on i think disney plus you had to buy it so it's amazing. The visuals. Oh, it's just, I oh, really the, loved it. Yeah. The animation is outstanding, but the story is beautiful. And there's a little bit, there's a, a bonus short with one of the tiny souls, the grumpy, sarcastic, oh, yeah. tiny soul. Oh, they play it before the movie now. No, no. You could also see it on Disney plus. Oh, it's okay. called 22 I, versus earth. Yeah. I got to remember to go find that because that's the, that was the most enjoyable part of that movie to me. It was those little, uh, yeah. those little weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> little meeples they were yeah. Little, yeah they were awesome and have, uh, uh, have you ever and this is a question we ask everybody so it's it's a really stupid question have you ever played a character named doug <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> i uh i played helen keller once her name's not doug um i have not, to my knowledge, played a character named Doug. That's usually the answer. But even <laughs> even even then, when it, sometimes it's the answer, and then I find out later that the person did, in fact, play a character named Doug. <laughs> but they forgot, because that's the thing about uh, Doug, is it's a fairly forgettable name. But history has been made because we have uh, the first ever, or is he the first ever second gentleman? I guess so. Yeah. Uh, so the first ever second gentleman is a Doug. He goes by Douglas, of course, most of the time, except for when his uh, wife Kamala's is being sexy. husband's name is Doug? Sure mm -hmm. is. Ha! You're right. <laughs> I forgot entirely that his first name was Doug. Yeah. No, that's, that we have to remind people constantly that his name is Douglas Emhoff. And we just want to put it out there. If you or anybody that's listening... Uh, you know, comes across access to to him. We, he's our you know our goal guest. He's wow. our he's yeah. our holy grail. If we get him on the show, you know, then maybe we could stop doing it or something. Because <laughs> so, uh, it would be just so hard to top that. But um, yeah, just really? if you you know if you can help in any way on that, we'd appreciate it. Well, you should get, uh, it's always so funny when I, when I listen to a podcast and they have somebody fan, some, somebody that doesn't make any, it's so weird. You're like, how did you get him to be on your podcast? And, and the, the answer is almost entirely. We asked him yeah. and I was like, but how did you get to him? Like, right. cause mostly the PR people and agents and managers are like, nope. I'm not passing this non-money gig on to anyone. And, um, but like, uh, I did J. Keith Van Stratton's and Helen Hong's podcast. And they do this thing where they, you say a thing that you're sort of dorky about your, your favorite one. You, and they ask you, it's a quiz thing where they ask you yeah. quiz questions and then they bring in, uh, a special guest that is an expert on the thing that you like. Uh, 
and then they answer the question and it's they got the guy who pitched in the 1983 world series or 86 world series that john bowie bowie uh john ross bowie uh that's that was his dorkdom and and the question was who pitched that he got it wrong and then they brought that pitcher out Oh my God. <laughs> and so when they asked me my thing, I also got it wrong. Uh, it was a comic book question. And then uh, I thought it was Dan Slott and they brought out Mark Wade and Mark oh Wade is God. an amazing. And I was like, first of all, this is humiliating uh, <laughs> to both of us <laughs> because these are our heroes. <laughs> oh my God. But I how know. did you get Mark Wade? And Keith was like, I just asked him. And so I went up to Mark Wade at that very event and I said, would you do the dork forest? And he was like, yeah. So oh. it could happen. You guys, you could get uh Douglas. God, can you imagine playing <laughs> a theme song right before he camp comes on? <laughs> I was hoping that you were going to say, I think it would have been hilarious if after you missed your question, if they brought the baseball player back out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't know anything about baseball. What else can you tell me? Uh, but then the, the, but the other thing that flashed into my head during all of that was that, um, you know, yeah, the pe people say yes. A lot of times if you ask them, but, it, it does help to like that guy got to see you being funny with uh, J. Keith Van Stratton during your segment. Right. He was there. Right. 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 So, yeah. He, yeah. So you've got so now uh, that's what I always like try to take advantage of those level ups where when he's there, it sees that you're part of the thing and that you're the audience is enjoying you. That is the best time to, uh, there's credibility. <laughs> to yeah. Yes. Yeah. You get instant credibility and, uh, and you can just kind of ride that and see what happens. That's why I think most of the, you know, all the, all the podcasts that are being done, all these actors, famous actors now have all decided to do podcasts, you know, following comedians. And, um, and so comedians, we all had access to the most famous comedians, but now these actors have access to the most famous actors. So, right. Somebody did a TikTok <laughs> with Harrison. Yeah. yeah. Someone did a TikTok with Harrison Ford. Oh and I was like, oh, so you just know Harrison. For, okay. Nobody knows Harrison Ford. <laughs> yeah. It's in the middle of nowhere. Well, Liz Winstead actually got uh, Mark Hamill to do some some gig because oh. he was at something. And I was like, and so when I got to we I did it with him and I got a picture with him because I was like, all right, nerd, you are going to be asking this guy for a picture. And he is uh, going to either think you're dumb or he's going to be super nice about it. And he was super nice about it. He was like, yeah, that's what people do. <laughs> I'm Mark Hamill. <laughs> so, <laughs> he, did, he did not say that but that's exactly it was just yeah. he was so nice about it and he had clearly done it a hundred thousand times he, yeah. he, was, he was like here you go turn it there you go there you go what a gem you, you thought so much of yourself that you thought you could be the final straw <laughs> 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 right well i i didn't know uh, like you, you know when you go to comic cons and people are like it's a hundred dollars for a 
yeah. for a headshot and if you want a picture with me and and i didn't know i i know he doesn't need the money but i didn't know if he was just tired <laughs> so <laughs> right i wanted to respect that he might have just been exhausted and hoping the green room was a safe space <laughs> <laughs> well jackie nope. this has been uh, a delight so far so i can only imagine how much better it's going to get when we ask you questions that doug and i have dreamed up specifically for you and we're going to do that after this commercial break we'll be right back vr training platforms like the one developed by fundamental vr and orbis international are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients as you practice each skill the muscle memory starts to develop learn more at meta.com metaverse impact we're back we're here with jackie cation and we're going to ask her five and five but first jackie we would like you to eat some leftovers. <laughs> okay. That was, first of all, that was Doug using his real voice, Jackie. I don't, I don't know if you were impressed by that or not, but it, it blows me away every time. <laughs> felt it, felt it yeah. viscerally. Every cell. What just happened? He screamed <laughs> at you. He screamed that at you because I'm, I'm too polite to do that. So I said, Doug, will you scream? <laughs> will you scream, eat some leftovers at our guest? Because, <laughs> We ran out of time on the last show when Jonathan Mangum was here. He is the um, announcer and sidekick to Wayne Brady on uh, Let's Make a Deal. And he is also uh, a producer on a show called Game of Talents that's on right now. So anyway, cool guy, nice guy, ran out of time for his five and five questions. So Jack, if you don't mind, what we'd like to do is just uh, quickly ask you the questions that we didn't get to for uh, oh. Jonathan. You can answer them as Jonathan or yourself. It's, you know, totally up to you. Interesting. Uh, I love the idea. Let's do it. We just went to the trouble of writing these questions for the guy and then ran out of time. So uh, uh, are you going to well ask the next guest the questions you wrote for me? You if we run it. out of time, we, we, who, you know, we're going to try to get it all in. You know, Ooh, that's 10 questions coming at me. I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> all right. But don't feel like it's a speed game. That's the beauty of it is the reason we ran out of time is because we had some really thoughtful answers. Oh, beautiful. All right. So Doug Mellard's going to go first. What do you got from leftover Jonathan Mangum question? Right. Jonathan slash Jackie with your game show experience. Do you have a favorite in the current Jeopardy host um, derby, I suppose? Oh, Try wow. Uh, you'd think I'd go Jordy, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, we haven't seen him. We haven't seen him do it yet. But I, you know, I, I, I'll, let, I'll let you finish, Jackie, because I have a real strong statement to make about Jeopardy hosts. Yes. Right. I got to go with Ken. I'm going with Ken. Oh, even wow, though, yeah. Yeah. Even though you'd think I'd go with Jordy, and I like the idea of uh, get, get that guy working. <laughs> I, I, first of all, I mean, the show could just become the ro rotating people who come through and do it show because, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think anybody's tuning in or not tuning in. I, I would hope they're not tuning in. It's totally host-based because – you, you, you don't see them that much, and they're basically just reading the answers and saying yes or no. Uh, you know, there's not a lot of time for freestyle behavior. So 
Um, but that being said, you know, I think honoring Alex's legacy with like what he might've wanted would make me think Ken Jennings is obviously a very good choice. And then also I feel like Alex would have liked to seen a woman or a person of color or, you know, yeah, a, I was any, gonna, any combination. That was, that was my other thing is, is as much as I like Ken Jennings as it is sort of an, I mean, he'd fit into it really smoothly. And then we would all continue to watch Jeopardy until he died. But uh, I will say that uh, if it were a woman or a person of color, that would, um, since that doesn't really happen. I mean, there's more black men hosting game shows than ever before, but that means three or two, right? Yeah. So, and it's such an iconic one. How great would it be if it were uh, a woman who's, who does none? Who's do, who does like uh, if if you want to be a millionaire? I think that was the only one that had a woman, and it was an after. It was, you know, it 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 it's such a big deal. You know, it'd be like yeah, Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy are the two main the bookend mainstays of the of the game show that still exist. Yeah, but that's the thing. Times are changing. Family Feud with Steve Harvey's number one pretty consistently these days, and um, you know there just should be more mix it up. Uh, absolutely. So that being said, also saying that Ken Jennings, you know, he hasn't really said, oh, I really want this job. He's just been pretty chill about it. And he's also worth so much money. So I, I don't think being being a host of Jeopardy is necessarily his goal. I, I hope it's not because I feel like it could end up going elsewhere just because it's such a great time to not hire uh, another white guy. Right. It, it's a, yeah. You know, it is a great time to not hire another white guy. Yeah. I'm, what, 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 I'm sad to say it because it, you know, it takes me out of the running, but. Uh, right. Right. But if you ever thought about writing a memoir, <laughs> it's a great name. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I've already got a name picked out for my memoir. I'm not sharing it with anybody because that's how clever it is. But uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever, I don't know if I'll ever not be. <laughs> You'd I'll have to write it first. Not lazy enough to write a memoir. I, I have always wanted to have written a book. I I co-wrote a book and it was the, uh, one of the biggest pain in the asses of my life. I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad I did it because I can you know say I'm a published author, but oof. I've, I've written tough. chapters, and I don't care. Uh, it's <laughs> it's not the same, and I and I want to have written a book, but it's so much work. I don't think I don't know that I would. We'll see. <laughs> all right yeah that's fair uh jackie i mean jonathan i mean jackie april 20th just happened what did you do to celebrate um right april 20th yeah it's just a few what? days back it's just a few days ago just a week or so ago yeah april 20th happened and what did i do do you remember um, what you did that day? I mean, it'd be kind of perfect to not remember what happened on 420. 420, that's right. I was like, you know, the, here's here's the unique thing about you and I, Doug Benson, uh, is that I've we've never smoked pot together because I can't smoke pot because you have 7 to 11 minutes to talk to me, and then I fall asleep under a pile of coats. <laughs> that is uh, my traditional... <laughs> pot smoking experience <laughs> um so on 420 uh this one jackie cation uh probably did the same thing that i've been doing every day 
uh, for 13 months, which is look at my garden. I, I, I probably put the garden in. I think I put the vegetable garden in. Oh, that's a beautiful thing to do on 420. Yeah, right. It's, it's also, isn't it? It's also Earth Day. Or Earth Day is like the next day or something. It's oh, yeah. super spring, like b- baseball season. I, I I was told to plant the first weekend of baseball season, and it's right around then. So yeah. <laughs> that's when I put in. Uh, I think that's when I put in the garden. All right. Good answer, Doug Mellard. Uh, this is my first yes or no, but have you been watching Sasquatch on Hulu? Or no. did you watch it? No. Oh, so curious to get thoughts. That was a whole sentence, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Doug, did you watch it? I have not watched it. What? How much is it? What do you? How it, much? How much of it is there? It's a series or a movie or what? It's a series. It's a Duplass Brothers documentary. Documentary Sasquatch. about yeah. Sasquatch. Docu series, yeah, many docu series. Wait, docu-series. but they like uh, you know those guys like to make you know very experimental movies and stuff. They they do some quirky shit. It, it, does it does it approach? Does it have a unique style? Yeah, it's done. Yeah, it's got some unique things that go into it. But spoiler alert: Did they find Sasquatch? Or? Yeah. Well, can't let you know. Gotta watch what? it. Is it in the what vault? Did you sign an NDA to watch this shit? <laughs> <laughs> no, they found him. I can't believe you guys haven't heard about this. Right, right. <laughs> I can't believe I can't believe we didn't see the press conference where Sasquatch <laughs> took some questions. <laughs> Standing next to him, it's a uh, yeah. God, Sasquatch, ghosts, and swimming with dolphins—they all belong in the same category with me. Don't want any part of it. <laughs> wow, really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what about? Where are you at with the, uh, this is a bonus question. Uh, where are you at with the whole uh, government isn't telling us about all the alien activity uh, thing? <laughs> unmoved, unmoved. Uh, I don't care. I mean, I kind of appreciate the government keeping it a secret. As long as it's not, you know, as long as they're not blowing things up, then who cares what the aliens are doing? <laughs> right. I, I'm looking for, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think that uh, what, what Stephen Hawking had this uh, this theory that if there were aliens, we would either be their pets or their foods, <laughs> and um, and so don't sweat it till you're a pet. And he's like, and pet would be the win, right? We wouldn't be hunted <laughs> yeah. for, oh my yeah, because then we would all just be kept in kennels and we would get to run or whatever. But I mean, it would right because people treat their pets perfectly all the time. <laughs> well, I, well, I mean, clearly someone would be having sex with some of, you know, the aliens would clearly yeah. there would be abuses, but, mm-hmm. um, but it wouldn't just be food. Like if we were delicious. Yeah. Or, yeah you know, so we could be putting on shows for them. Yeah. I also don't care about aliens, I guess, is the, <laughs> is the short answer. Yeah. Well, Doug Mellard's clearly not scared of aliens because he's been in New Mexico for, for all of quarantine. I've seen five UFOs here. It's insane. I'm not joking. <laughs> and you don't know what they are because they're unidentified. Exactly. It's always the same time, same time of day in the same area. But, you know, there's probably an Air Force base or something in that direction. But it's pretty crazy. I live uh, I live in Van Nuys, California, which is a great place to learn how to fly a helicopter, it turns out. 
because I am being buzzed at least five times a day by the cops, by we live between two hospitals and two airports. And uh, people are learning. People are learning how to fly a helicopter. Do you live close to where they do Let's Make a Deal? I, I don't know. Because there's a studio in Van Nuys where they shoot that show. Oh, probably. Van Nuys, not that big. I live sort of in between Van Nuys and Kester, Sherman Way and Satikoy. Yeah, you got to be close to it, but I don't I don't know where it is. I forgot. I, I should have asked him that when we had him on. Oh, right, right. Um, yeah. There's um, incredible right. food around here, though. If you're ever looking for a taco or Argentinian. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I've, uh, I've definitely spent some time in, in Van Nuys. I had a Van Nuys address for a while, but if you write Sherman Oaks on the envelope, nobody knows the diff. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Like you just li- pretend you live. Uh, Toluca Lake. Toluca Lake. I know. Doesn't that sound great? Like, uh, those places sound so much cooler than, like, oh, I'm in Reseda. Or <laughs> <laughs> Pacoima. It's just north Burbank. of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so did you a- you asked all five of yours now? Yeah, my uh, leftovers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, we got it. Jeez, we're running out of time. All right. This is my last question that I had for Jonathan, but it's a fun question for Jackie. What is your favorite movie that has game shows that are either you know your favorite movie about a game show or that has game show scenes in it? Ooh. Ooh. It has to be defending your life. Oh, that's a really good one. That's more of a trial than a game, though, right? No, no. Remember on the on the TV, there was uh, Face Your Fears. Oh, yeah. Remember, there were game shows on the that's TV right. in, in the hotel room. I haven't seen that movie in a minute, but it is uh, so good. It's such a great movie. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's a little upsetting because, you know, the idea of, you know, <laughs> purgatory and hanging around – while they decide where you're going to go next is uh, uh, it's a bit tense. So all the people in that movie act so relaxed uh, under those circumstances. Uh, Thank you, Jackie, for eating those leftovers. (laughs) Are you full? I'm no, I could have, uh, I could have five more questions. Five and five. The main course is coming up right now, starting with Melly Mel and question number one. Fuck, Mary, kill, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, Star Wars. Oh, how could you do that to Jack? <laughs> oh, my God. Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, and Star Wars. Yeah. Fuck, Mary, kill. Well, we got to marry the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh, you got to put a ring on the rings. You got to put a ring on the ring. Uh, so what's left? Fucking and killing. Um, <laughs> uh I'll kill Star Wars because there's enough Star Wars in Lord of the Rings and in Harry Potter to make up for Star Wars. Uh, so I'll kill Star Wars and um, and then I'll marry Harry Potter. Killing and you Star know what? I'll, I'll do it as a turf. And because uh, I support Harry Potter, <laughs> I don't support J.K. Rowling. Wait, wait, so I've got that you're marrying Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter. Well, I'm also a bigamist. A lot of people don't know that about me. I'm going to fuck Harry Potter. I'm going to fuck Harry Potter. I'm going to marry. And, and you know who I'm going to marry in Lord of the Rings? Faramir. That's right. Get out of the way, Eowyn. I'm coming for him. Oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> All right. 
I, I, I'll take it. Do you know what, Doug Benson? I have to tell you that 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 laugh reminded me of Laurie Kilmartin of the sort of no to be supportive. <laughs> that was a deep cut. What the? All right, whatever. Keep moving. <laughs> all right. Here's your first question for me. Without naming names, name some names. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jackie, if you had to change your name, what would you change it to? I got the impression earlier that you're fine with Jackie. You don't have issues with it. Don't. But if you, if you had to change it, what's your backup name? Backup name. Ooh. Oh, my God. This is such a this is a this is a this is a big one. Uh Wow. I don't like this question. Uh, <laughs> um, I think some some form of uh, of of Jackie for some reason. It's still going Jackie because I was like, well, I think Jack, but that doesn't make any sense. Um, and then I was thinking Jessica uh, and because uh, I've always liked Jesse as a shortened version of a name, uh, which is sort of a boy. Cause when I was a kid, I always wanted to have a shortened version of my name, never realizing I had a shortened version of mine. I wanted to shorten it even more. Um, it was very weird. Uh, yeah, Jessica, uh, <laughs> sure. Final, that's your final answer. Yeah. Yes. Uh, There's a lot of debate there. I was hoping you'd change it because that is incorrect. (laughs) (laughs) What was the correct answer? The correct answer is uh, this is weird. Shecky? <laughs> right, right. Shekication. Actually, uh, there's absolutely no reason I wouldn't get all the work. Yeah, I mean, I consulted. You know, I I consulted some people, and that's what they came up with. Uh, that's what I had written down. That's nuts. That all is right. nuts. Is this your card? Again. Okay. <laughs> Uh, if I remember correctly, your husband, Andy, worked for Sega, right? Back in the day. Sega okay, that's cast. your question. My turn. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask, what is Andy's favorite Sega game? Oh, uh, this is uh, like the, that, that, the newlywed game. I don't know. But oh. he did, the game he made for Sega Dreamcast was called the Floygen Brothers. Fligan Brothers. I don't remember. Yes. Oh, wait. He's here. What was your favorite Dreamcast uh, Sega game? Oh, my favorite. Well, besides the one that I made. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hey, Andy. What was it? Um, my Well, the Fligan Brothers was the game that I made. So, of course, that's my favorite. And But <laughs> the one that I think I played the most, well, there are two. Uh, Soul Calibur. Played Ooh. a lot of Soul Calibur. I remember that. Um, yep, and uh, also played a lot of the uh, Star Wars Episode One Racer. Oh yeah, Pod Racer. There you go. Racer. Yep. Oh, and Doug Mellard. Now you know. What was that? I there love was another, it. There was another. There was a fighting game too. What was the name of it? It had it. It sort of presented itself. It was a, a multi. It, it presented itself as like a stage, and it had these cool sort of stages that you'd fight around on. Ooh, I don't remember that guy. It's funny the first Star Wars movie not so great, but the video game's fantastic. Yeah, that well the the racing. See, honestly, the the oh, the it was a pod racer game from Phantom Menace. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
It oh, that's good great. times. It was great. It was the best scene in the movie and the best game, the best Star Wars game. Weird. Greg Proops did go. the announcing. <laughs> now we know. You're Greg Proops. Greg Proops was in the video game too? I don't think so. He might have been. You know what? I don't know. I don't it was know. Scott Capurro and Greg Proops were the two-headed announcer in the movie. That's it. Yeah, and, it, and that announcer was in the game, but I don't know whether it was Proops voicing him or not. Uh, mm. There you go. Interesting. Don't forget to Google. They probably went non-union. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank All right, you. My, next, my next question for Jackie uh, goes a little something like this. What is Bam Bam and Celeste? It is a Margaret Cho vehicle that she, I believe, produced herself that she asked me to act in that I was so bad at that she had to give me a different part because she desperately wanted me to act in it. So it was actually, uh, it was a movie. It was sort of, um, remember Priscilla, Queen of the Desert? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. But, but done uh, just sort of Route 66-ish. Uh, and it was it, 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 it came out like it's it is a film i believe i don't know about distribution and but it was released and i know it is available as a dvd it was and, uh a, it was a bad time for me acting <laughs> oh no well i'm sorry to have brought it up but it just was <laughs> I, I I was just confused by the IMDb entry because uh, you know I I I've not personally heard of Bam Bam and Celeste. Well, and I have to say that it came out right after Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion, and so it has a little bit of that vibe too. And I just mentioned it to Margaret Cho uh, probably a week and a half ago, and she was like, "Oh my god, I forget it that it, that it." She was like, "That was expensive. I made that movie." <laughs> and <laughs> I wasted a lot of money on that, but it was really fun. Damn, and, damn, and Celeste. Yeah, go, Doug. All right. <laughs> favorite comic book series currently, or favorite comic you're reading? Oh wow, Andy just went to the comic book store uh, without Maybe. me. Um, Jerk. I really like. I think it's uh, Mark Wade doing Daredevil. Oh, very cool. Or it might be Peter David doing um, X Factor. It might not Ooh, be, yeah. but whatever it is, there's a new X Factor. There's a the current Daredevil. Tanahishi Coates is doing Captain America that I love a lot. Um, and uh, I think I think it's Matt Fraction doing the Fantastic Four. And weirdly enough. Kelly Thompson and Kelly Sue DeConnick are both doing things that I'm loving right now that I'm spacing the names because I, I may have gotten the authors wrong and uh, on each of those comic books, but those <laughs> that's what I'm reading and that's what I'm loving. No, There's it, was also John, a, it was John Bowie. Uh, right. Pitcher. <laughs> and, then, and then all of a sudden, John Ross Bowie comes out. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, th those are all. Uh, I'll plug uh, "Strange Adventures" with Mitch Gerard oh. and Tom Kings as well. Fantastic! Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're "Strange Adventures" brilliant. is amazing. Such a good run. We're doing that. Yeah. Did you read Red Black? Uh, did you watch Falcon Soldier? Oh my God, it's amazing! And Doug, you watched that too, right? Um, I saw the first two. 
and then uh and then i dipped but not not out of not enjoying it i just uh you know just just had other stuff i needed to watch right. but um it's but i'm gonna fun as any marvel gonna, movie out there it's great I'm definitely going to revisit it. The, the first episode is a lot of a lot of flying around and not not much Winter Soldier at all. So yeah. <laughs> the, when the most exciting scene was trying to take out a bank loan, I was like, maybe this isn't my mom. <laughs> <laughs> that bank loan spoke to the plot, though. Yeah, it really did. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and so I have I, to. Yeah, I'm I'm more on board, but I'm also like, unfortunately, don't want to don't want to hear any spoilers. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Did you get to Elijah? Because I don't know if you've read read uh, Red, White, and Black Truth, a uh, Kyle Baker about uh, the Black Captain America. Oh yeah, Kyle Baker. It's such a great. I read it probably twelve years ago. It keeps going out of print. It should never be out of print. Right. First of all, the art is Kyle Baker, and I believe I believe he wrote it as well. He's got a he did an amazing run a plastic man, very silly plastic man for DC. Yeah. And he also did his own like it was an indie thing called Special Forces. It was right at the like 2005 2006 when they were they the, the uh, recruitment was down with the army. Oh yeah. So they were they uh in Washington state they accidentally recruited accidentally because they needed to fill quota uh a kid with the either down syndrome or profound autism and they sent him to basic and essentially it's about that it's it's about a kid that they who who has i think severe ocd and it's it's called special forces and it's pretty great oh yeah and the art is ridiculous kind of reminds me a little bit about of invincible Oh um, yeah, which is out on Amazon now, I believe. Yeah, and too graphic. I read probably a hundred issues of that, and I was like, "No, I get it." <laughs> oh, you mean the the TV version's too graphic? Uh, I don't know. I haven't watched the TV version, but I understand oh, I the TV version is pretty pretty gross. But it just a, it was the same. Animated. Yeah, and I like his other stuff, but th- I know that that's his baby. But right. oh well. <laughs> I, I, I don't mean to be critical of anyone's creative work is so I am supportive. <laughs> oh, that's, that's very nice. <laughs> I think we only have time for one more question. Um, you played an airport security guard on Murphy Brown. The question is, were you a mean security guard or a cool security guard? <laughs> I was a dumb security guard who oh. then became very stern. So mean, I guess, in the long run. Dumb I, and mean. Yeah, because I busted Jim Dial with a bag of pot on him. Oh. Wow. Medical marijuana. He had had uh, some sort of glaucoma, and they gave it uh, for the they, – they gave him – and this, is, this was the first instance of medical marijuana on the television – Wow. I I played uh, the airport cop. He forgot it was in his pocket because he didn't smoke at all. Uh, it wasn't exactly. Uh, it didn't feel critically accurate, but for continuity. But <laughs> he had left it in his jacket pocket for like two years, and he gets busted uh, by airport police. Yeah, he's a he's kind of an uptight uptight character, though, right? Normally, he's kind of a oh, he's a stiff board. Yeah, he was. Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. So, so you wouldn't imagine him getting caught with weed at the airport. That's crazy. That's why it got wacky. That's why it was yeah. super wacky. <laughs> yeah. It was the twist. He was also, right. by the way, that was my first acting uh, experience. And I didn't know where the cameras were or anything. And so the director came over to me. He's like, why is your back to the camera? Uh, and the guy charles i forget his last name offhand but uh the guy who played jim dial literally said to the director he said i think that was me i think i was crowding her oh and, and then that guy walked away and he said that x is your mark just cheat a little bit more that way and that means uh, that was nice of him and i was like you are the nicest man on the planet <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i look forward to forgetting your name <laughs> I look forward to not remembering your last name, but remembering the character's name forever. Just like all ducks. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's a perfect, perfect way to, uh, to wrap it up. I haven't thought of a, we always come up with like a Doug uh, kind of a pun to uh, title the episodes. Oh, I got one. Um, did you come up with one, Doug? How about Doug Forrest? <gasps> Oh, instead of Dork Forest, I love it. That's yeah. great. The Doug Forest. Welcome you, to the Doug you've Forest. You've both done the Dork Forest, have you not? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's true. All right. What else would you like to plug, Jackie Cation? I would love people to get vaccinated and come see me do live stand-up comedy. I'm in, I'm in Seattle tonight and tomorrow at Laughs in the University District. Uh, next week, I'm in Fort Collins and Boulder. And then at the end of the month, I'm in a South comedy works in denver and uh and i'm recording my new album in july at acme wow fantastic yeah that's yeah. great yeah acme is a great club another one i, I want to get back to it's just so oh, small yeah. and underground <laughs> right he, and he's he's only i think he's at 40 percent yeah, oh, wow. I bet. I so bet he... and and he's doing and and he's got those plastic shields in between tables. Wow, Way to go. Oh, that's cool. I like mm -hmm. that. Yeah, it's great. the The only other weird thing about the club that I was at in Arkansas is we shared the same mic, oh, which uh... I haven't enjoyed at any time in these. <laughs> 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 I'm I, I so this it. I don't know what they're going to do in Seattle, but I might bring some Clorox wipes. Yeah. Just have a wipe and, you know, make a, make a joke, you know, like make a joke about it. I mean, comedians used to do that to other comedians all the time to like kind of make jokes about, you know, whatever that comedian might, whatever diseases they might have. So like, you know, it's not like it's, you know, people aren't used to that. So. Right. And I'm, and I'm more than willing to even say I've wanted to do this the whole time. Which should yeah, get a laugh. Exactly. Right? Exactly. <laughs> so exactly. Exactly. And then get over and it. then proceed to wipe down the faces of the people in the front row. <laughs> <laughs> Who hopefully will be at least three feet away from me. Because I, I that's, can... a, that's people love to sit close. So that's what bothers me is that like why why not why can't we just live in a world where there's a moat between us and the audience uh, you know of six feet and then that way you just don't have to think about it. Yeah, I do like how close they get, though, because I like to tell a joke into somebody's face and see in their eyes if they're ignoring me. Um, <laughs> they aren't. They're very Doug Mellard. Doug Mellard, anything to promote real quick? I don't have any dates until the fall yet, but I'm mad scrambling to try to get something a little closer. So I'll, I'll come back to that maybe next week. 
Okay. Um, like I said, tonight's the reopening of the Hollywood Improv, so I'm excited to be performing there. And then uh, Saturday night uh, is the final Magic Asphalt show at the uh, Magic Castle parking lot in Hollywood. Wow. Those have been super fun to do, but the Magic Castle's reopening, so they don't want shows going on in their parking lot. They want cars in their parking lot. So uh, we're getting kicked out of there as of Saturday, but... Um, you know, come out to the final show if you all want. Thank you again to a great guest, Jackie Cation. Jackie Jessica Cation. Yeah. Jackie Jessica Vacation. Jackie Jessica Shecky Cation. Shecky Cation. Check it out. Thanks for having me. Thank you. And we'll, uh, you know, we'll ask our remaining questions for you to our guest next week. <laughs> I'm trying to see who's it going to be. Oh, I think it's going to be Sam Levine. So that'll be fun. <laughs> uh, as always, the Doug Forest. Got it.